Yeah. Oh, you can hear? Yeah. You can hear me now? I post long ass videos. Yeah, I saw. I was looking at your stuff. Yeah, so it's damn near like a podcast. Like I posted a three hour and thirty minute video. Yeah. And it got a million views. So you already know. How many ads you put in your podcast? Well, you get like the ads from um like obviously YouTube during the time. Obviously you could put more when it's longer. Mm-hmm. But then you get um you get like brand deals, you could put a couple throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a couple like you know, substantial deals for mm. sure. So okay, okay, it's dope. It's cool. Yeah, you know, so next mean, you level, know. next huh? level. So yeah. what brand deal you got for this one? Uh, I think there's two in this one. <laughs> okay, that's dope. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, it's not foreign to you. The money you, you've been doing YouTube for a minute. Huh? Yeah, it's, it's been like um, been about seven years now. Yeah. Fuck, it's crazy because you're what 25. Mm-hmm. So you got started young. Yeah, I started when I was like 18, 19. Around that age, I really not. Actually, I started in like tenth, eleventh grade. Yeah, I used to buy views. Like what? Yeah, like you used to I, buy when views. When I first started, you I used mean to buy views. I used to go on like Google Ads and like buy views and like yeah. pay for advertisements for my little skits. Yeah, I know people who do that still. Yeah, like a lot of people still do that. Mm-hmm. It's actually like pretty popular. Yeah. Um, what pushed you into YouTube? Like why? Like you were what, 18, 19, You're like, I'm just gonna do this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really just, I don't know. I just liked it, creating videos, entertaining. I used to make skits for my homies, my friends. Yeah. And then and they was like, oh, this is funny. And I just kept doing it. But then it got to a point where I figured out that you can make money from it. Yeah. So then um, that's when I really got into it. The, the first YouTuber that I really started watching and it made me really want to start doing YouTube was FoozyTube. Wow, that's actually really funny because he was the first YouTuber that I got into YouTube with. Like I had been doing Instagram because Instagram was like I started way before YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I I got to like 600,000, I think, on Instagram. This is like way back in like must have been 2013, 2014. And he was one of the biggest YouTubers at the time. And I met him at like a celebrity game, like a football game. And I was like, oh, I want to because he was like kind of overweight. And I was like, I want to get into YouTube. I'll train you and then help me like start my YouTube career. So it's yeah. kind of interesting how you said that's the guy you saw. Yeah, I, used to watch, I ain't going to lie. I used to watch FoozyTube every day. Like, yeah, every single day I watched every vlog. What about like what about I, I, this is actually interesting. What about certain people did you like enjoy? And do you like do you find anyone that you enjoy now on YouTube? Or do you just like um, make so much content you can't consume it? Yeah, like I can't really get into nobody now because it's like yeah. I. I do it so much now, it's like I can't really lock in with a creator. I would say the only creator that I really watch is Kai, Kai Sinat. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I really watch now because, you know, it's like my homie at the same time, yeah. but at the same time, he's very entertaining. So I'm more in like the stream world when I consume content now yeah. versus YouTube. But um, I don't know. I like the vulnerability. That's what I really like. On YouTube. Yeah, like when yeah. people just open with it and then, that's yeah. why I, I liked Foozy Tube so much because nigga was crying and shit on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, this, yeah, this, yeah. this shit real. This crazy. This yeah. dog died and shit. Like, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I was feeling the emotion through the screen. So I'm like, man, it's like a damn TV show, like a soap opera. Yeah. So I kind of, I in my content, I try to be like vulnerable to an extent, you know, yeah. but I, I ain't finna crown that bitch. If yeah. I crown there, you know, it's fake, but it's like it's skit type shit. Yeah. Like, I cry. I'm a, I'm a big pussy, dude. I get talking to some shit. It'll make me cry. But yeah. um, I'm curious, though. So 
you you were you were like in YouTube and then you're like, I'm gonna start doing music or had you always wanted to do music? I always been around music. But when as growing up I used to watch conspiracy theories. <laughs> and I used I still to be do. Really, yeah, I used to be really scared of the Illuminati and all this other bullshit. Cause I used to watch these YouTube videos like every day. And yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck? I don't wanna be a rapper. Not because of the it, idea know, of the Illuminati, like yeah, like it. they just made it scary for it, make it <laughs> scary for like an artist to really, and not everybody be thinking like, oh, you sold your soul, blah blah blah, all the other shit. Yeah, but in reality, that shit ain't even real for real. So it's like, I always been around, and my dad was an engineer in my hometown of Pontiac, Michigan. Um, I used to make songs. I got songs when I was like five. Do people joke and say you're not really from there? What, from Pontiac? Yeah, because I feel like I've seen a few things where people are like, he's not really from there. Nah, nah. No. I think people just, I think Pontiac is such an un, unknown city. Okay. And I'm kind of like the one that really put it on because it's like a small city. Like yeah. nobody says I'm from Pontiac. Yeah. Everybody says I'm from Detroit. Yeah. But I say good. I'm from Pontiac. You know what I mean? Like I don't like to claim another city that I'm not from. So um, I kind of like put it on the map in a yeah. way. But nah man I, my dad was an engineer back in Pontiac um I got songs with my brothers when I was like five as a kid uh I just always been around it I just never really took it serious for that one weird reason so funny <laughs> so I was like but you know I'm a kid so I'm believing this shit as I'm doing it or whatever and then as I got into YouTube and I, I got bigger and bigger I started making a lot of money and then I got into that diss track era yeah, know, I remember around that. rice gum here and all that <clears throat> I shit. That. So then I was like, okay, this shit low key moving, and I knew I can rap. Like I always knew I could do music. It's just something that I never really just like. You know, I'm gonna really do but this. How shit. do you find that out? You're just you're just like one day in your bathroom fucking singing to yourself. Like? I used to battle rap in high school, middle school, like okay. at, at lunch and shit. Like I used to really be rapping. So it'd be like, I always knew I had the skill to rhyme because it is a skill. A lot of people sure. can't rap, you know. So. I always knew I had that skill, so I'm like, damn, you know, I want to do this shit, but at the same time, like, you know, I don't know, I'm making so much money on YouTube, I'm just focused on this. Then the diss track era really kind of segued me into this career, in a way, because I was getting so many views and so much love, and people was to liking To stay in YouTube. Yeah, yeah, like, to keep doing the, the diss track shit. Yeah. So I was like, shit, let me go ahead and try to make an original song, my own joint. It really take music serious. So then I made another channel, which is my music channel now. And I was like, I'm gonna separate it. And then I just started dropping. This is what I find so interesting about you versus a lot of other creators who like try to make music. Like you actually really do it. Like you really did it. And you've separated it where like, it doesn't feel like you're like a corny YouTuber trying to rap. Yeah. And I'm not trying to disrespect anyone, but like that's something that I noticed about you looking at your stuff. like you separated enough that it doesn't feel that way where like most people like they're YouTubers and they start rapping. It's like, you're just a YouTuber. That's like trying to rap mm -hmm. first. Like a YouTuber who became like a rapper and it's somewhat separate. Yeah. The, like, music, indus the music industry is really perception. Like this shit is just all high looks for real. Yeah. So when I put myself around certain people or, you know, you, you see me in a, on a red carpet or you see me around this artist and this rapper and doing a feature with this dude, ooh, ooh, it just make the shit more real for people. Even though it's already real to me, it make it more real to the I audience. See. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like other people that did music and did YouTube at the same time, like I'm doing, 
kind of like never really took that approach where I'm like, okay, let me focus on the image and the perspective to really make motherfuckers believe what's going on. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because I, I saw an interview you did a couple months ago at Breakfast Club and you were talking about how um, like being a rapper and being a YouTuber, like being a YouTuber can kind of affect what it, I guess like image wise people perceive a rapper being a rapper versus a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. Why do you think there is that like that line that makes people be like, like I said earlier, oh, you're just a YouTuber and not take you serious as a rapper? Because it's like, it's like your YouTube audience is like your family. So it's like, think about it. If you got a cousin right now, right? And yeah. he start rapping, like you're going to support it. But at the same time, you're like, I know this dude. Like, I grew up with him. He, <clears throat> what the hell is this? This is my cousin. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I feel like that's how people look at me. For the for the, for the people that grew up watching me, they like. They hold you to that. Yeah, they, they hold me to like that. It. Like, yeah. I, I just seen you doing skits and now you, you know what I mean? So they try to, they think they know me and they think they can like. Be like, oh, nah, he ain't really rapping for real. Like, I, I just like him for this. So some people just, it's people to this day that watch me every single day that has never listened to one of my songs. Yeah, well, that's an interesting thing, how people just in general, like, want to put you in a in a box. Yeah, they, just, they, they just choose not to listen to it. But everybody that chooses to listen to my music like it. Yeah. So the people that don't say, don't like it or they say my music is trash or whatever, they have never listened to a song. Yeah, it's always from the outside in. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about that. That's funny, that that idea of like selling your soul to the Illuminati because of the music industry when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. And you got older and then you get more into the music industry. Are you fully independent? Mm -mm. So you're signed. Yeah, I signed do in you, 2018. Do you still feel like it's a... Uh, it's, obviously, there's not like the Illuminati controlling everything, but is, there's more control, right? Because like they kind of... I don't you. know nothing about the Illuminati, by the way. That ain't got nothing. Well, I'm not saying that's like, a, I'm not saying that's happening. I'm just saying like people in charge of these businesses, the labels, yeah. they do want and expect certain things. Yeah, it's, it's a business. It's, you know, they try to make money. It's like yeah. They invest in a lot of, they invest in millions into artists. They want to make money times 10. So, you know, it's, it's cool. My deal is, it's a partnership. So yeah. I own my masters. <clears throat> I like, like a 50-50 deal. So it's like my shit more cool. Than most artists well you probably knew that because you came in with the business sense from doing youtube and making your own money prior to even existing in that space where mm -hmm. you like you knew your value yeah and i think a lot of people they don't they just kind of get taken because someone sees like a potential they get signed and you know that 360 and they take everything yeah and they don't really know what the value really is yeah. um also something i found out, i found out about just randomly i don't know who was tough it was it was blueface or someone was telling me you have an uh, an OnlyFans that is is for teaching people how to like make money on the internet. Yeah, I stopped doing it. You though. stopped doing that? Yeah, I think I'm gonna make my own website and do it because I feel like just kids in general that probably want to learn from me, like how their parents gonna look at it and they go on their phone and they see OnlyFans. Yeah, I see what you're like, <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you OnlyFans for? Then they got to explain. Oh, I'm learning from DDG. So I see. Yeah, yeah you should make a site. That's fun. That's yeah. Funny, you know. Yeah. But there was that was that like what kind of content were you putting on there? I was really teaching people like everything I know. So I'd be like, okay, this is how you make this content. This is how you get the most views, thumbnail, clickbait, titling. Um, you know, I was just teaching people what I know on how to grow as a YouTuber. Yeah. And I feel like everybody wants to learn from me because I started a, um, an entertainment company, which I kind of stopped now, but I signed a bunch of creators and I started off with one female and she went from zero, mind you. She she never did YouTube, never did nothing, Instagram, nothing. 
signed her to this entertainment company I came with off the dome and was like, okay, let's work. She went from zero to 200 subscribers, 200,000 subscribers in like a month and a half or something like that, making five figures. Yeah. So it's like when people seen that, I was like, okay, let me do it again. Did it again with another creator. Did it again and kept doing it. So it, it built my credibility to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to make this OnlyFans and teach y'all how I how, did, yeah. how I'm blowing these people up and doing this and that. And um, yeah, I made a lot of money. Yeah. Do you, but like that situations, cause I've, I've done some management stuff, but I, you, don't you ever find yourself in positions where like people kind of, they turn their back on you. Have you been your back turned on? Like, like, uh, yeah. like someone be like, you didn't do this for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know how that be. Everybody want attention. Yeah. They, they want all your attention. So it's, it happens. It is what it is. It's business. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't feel no type of way about yeah. that. Yeah. Speaking of attention, um, what 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 happened with the whole Ruby Bros and the whole like wearing the shirt thing? And you made it. Did you make a song literally because of that? Like, did you make the song the next? Week I made or a song because I'm the type of nigga where I I maximize all negativity. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I just seen even though like internally the whole situation is completely different than what it looked like online. Yeah, I just I'm just the type of nigga to troll and try to maximize <laughs> yeah. every dollar. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get on stream. Talk about it a little bit, make some money, get my clips. I'm gonna go ahead and make a little video, clickbait the titles a little bit. Woo -woo. Then after that, I'm gonna make a song. So it's like, like if y'all gonna hate on me, at, at yeah. minimum I gotta make money. Well, what was the problem? What were they? What were they mad about? They just think I'm a dog now. Mm. But that's not that's not what it is though. But I I'm not the type of nigga to really get on there and explain and and tell nobody business. So it's like, I know what it looks like. And I'm okay with getting hated on. You yeah. feel me? Like, I don't really care. Like, the internet is fake. And I guarantee you, even though we're talking about it right now, which I know you probably going to use this as your title and shit. <laughs> Maybe some title. Something in there, yeah? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you probably going to bring this shit back up. I know motherfuckers want to hear about it and shit. But other than that, it's like, people forget. I'm still happily where I'm at. Yeah. You know, if it was really a serious situation, like... The female I'm dating, I'm pretty sure it's hundreds of thousands of people that want her. You yeah. know what I mean? And and she has plenty of options. If it was really a serious situation internally, she would have been gone. Yeah, Hallie would have left. Yeah. Yeah, come on, man. She, yeah. you know what that is. So yeah. it's like it, it's it. <clears throat> people don't look at that though. So yeah. they 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 think she like doing something wrong, but in reality, they don't know what's really going on. Yeah. So, but it wasn't. It's not on purpose. Like it's. It, it seemed like she wanted the clout. She was coming after it. Yeah, I just see find the whole situation lame. It's like, yeah, that's just so. It's just lame to me. Like as you can see from my end, like I'm not exposing no messages. I yeah, could have. Yeah. That's some real lame shit. Real, real females ain't doing no shit like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just trying to screenshot and show some shit and tweet and get retweets and all that other shit. And then when she see ain't nothing go down. And she shut it all down. And then it's like, you ain't got nothing else. You yeah. feel me? So it's like. But the blogs and all that stuff, like, I feel like that's, I don't know, like, <clears throat> it seems like the music industry. Well, I guess just social media in general, like people thrive on just that type of attention and that negativity. Like yeah. negativity seems to be like, because I saw a tweet, which I fully, I fully relate to. You tweeted like a couple of days ago about like, it doesn't matter if you're super positive, like no one really gives a fuck. 
And if, but if you're negative, people are all over it and they're trying to figure it out and they're trying to like make this be something that they want it to be and yeah. create these stories. Um, have you dealt with more like negativity or positivity throughout your career, would you say? Because you obviously know how to spin it. Yeah, positivity for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm rarely hating on like this is my first go around. So really kind of yeah, it's kind of it's, it's kind of a little weird to me. I'm usually the most like motherfucker. So it's a little different when I'm on the other end of the pole and it's like motherfuckers hating on me, but I'm starting to navigate through it and and starting to really figure out how to, you know, deal with it. Yeah. It's a whole different audience for me. So it's like the, 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 yeah, the, the they, angry haters. Yeah. It's like, you know, Twitter makes I was talking to somebody yesterday um, and I was we was talking about Twitter and I Twitter makes a fan so much more powerful on any other social media like yeah twitter makes a fan damn near a celebrity yeah because you can yeah. have you can have yeah. five followers you can have a hundred followers you tweet the right shit yeah it goes and, crazy in the right motherfucker yeah. retweeted it like it <laughs> yeah. it's over with your shit going five thousand retweets a million views you know yeah. I mean? you starting a whole scandal everyone sees it Twitter's sure. fucking powerful, man. I love it. It is. Now, it's dope, though. I, I fuck with it for that reason. But at yeah. the same time, you know, when you get negativity, it's kind of ass. But yeah. at the end of the day, that's why I fuck with it. That's, I be on that bitch every day. I, that's my favorite app. Yeah. You, you don't like, are you are you heavy on Instagram or, or? I like Instagram, but I just post a picture and get off for real. Yeah. Like, I might post a little story or something. But I don't what know. What TikTok? That shit. TikTok is my, consumes most of my time. So you're on that. I don't post on there, but like, I post on there, but not as often. I'm just starting to like really post on there. Yeah. But like, when I wake up, TikTok is definitely like, like I'm, I close that motherfucker, go check out Instagram for a second, maybe Twitter, close them, open TikTok back up, scroll a little more, close it, open it back up. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 It's hard to get off like of in TikTok. Between, yeah. When in between going to the bathroom, come back to it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah, TikTok's tough, man. Like I, I will, I'm telling you the truth. Like I literally one day I was scrolling <clears throat> and I remember like, I felt like I had to pull myself away from it because it was so, it got me so wrapped into it, which is crazy though. Cause like, you gotta think these kids are probably rotting their fucking brains, man. Like that nonstop scroll and just like the attention. My nephew, span. he watched YouTube shorts though. Same shit. Yeah, it's same exact thing. Like they, they all doing the same shit. But like he watched YouTube Shorts a lot. I feel like a lot of more, a lot more kids is on YouTube Shorts versus TikTok. I feel like TikTok is really people our age. Yeah. Like we, what? What? Uh, what content do you enjoy making the most now? Like, what do you have the most fun, besides music stuff? Obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, what content on social? Because I still see you do a bunch of vlogs still. Um. Yeah. No, nah, I like just vlogging. I like just <clears throat> having fun. Daily life shit. Um, it's really it. It's like selfless shit, not too forced. I used to do like a lot of like series and shit where I like make up a storyline, yeah. And I kind of like you know create like a my own little mini series and mini TV show for a second, and like just keep doing that. That's fun, but now it's just more so like just day in the life. I feel like that's more personable for my yeah. fans and shit. Why, why do you think people like you? Like, why do you think you're successful? Because obviously you, you've been doing it for long enough. You're able to see what works, algorithm, clickbait, all this kind of shit, titles. But why do you think people are drawn to you as a YouTuber? I think, and I say this before a conference, I think I'm one of the funniest people alive. Yeah. <laughs> I think the fuck? I'm funny. Like, I'm Bro. funny. 
if, that statement was funny. If you understand, if you really understand my humor, like I got a, I got like a different type of humor. You know what I mean? Like I got a troll mentality. So it's like my humor is just a little different. It's, it's not forced. You know what I mean? And once you get it, you like, God damn, this nigga funny as hell. So I'm funny. I'm real. You know, I'm relatable. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I like watching me. Damn. Yeah, don't that's how, shit. That's how you know that's how you know it's good content. Yeah, anytime, anytime I see my content, I'm like, oh, this is funny and it's me, I'm like, that shit's probably really good. That's what I'm saying. Like I watch my sometimes I when I edit a vlog or something, I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is funny. They gonna like this shit. You edit all your own stuff still? Um, most of it. Yeah. Like I'm like, because I got a cameraman <clears throat> now. I just started doing the cameraman shit. I used to just vlog off my phone. I vlogged off my phone for like a whole year. What the fuck? Yeah, edit on iMovie on my phone. What the fuck? Shit, hella easy. But then I got into the cameraman shit, and it's way easier. So sometimes, like, if I'm too tired, I just ask him to cut it up. But I barely edit. I tell him don't even edit for real. Yeah. Because, you know, my vlogs now. Just like I'm raw. Yeah, it's like raw, hour-long type shit. Yeah. I think people, that's that's coming back a lot more. Like people like that more right now. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I remember all this stuff kind of goes in phases of like what's popular, what people like, like the quicker stuff. I mean, obviously like the Mr. B shit insanely viral cause it's so crazy, but it's a specific audience for that kind of stuff. Yeah. You think you have like an older audience? Yeah. My fans grew up. Yeah. I don't like to call them fans, supporters. Yeah. They grew up for sure. Yeah. They, everybody that come up to me and like take a picture, man, I've been watching you since I was 14, 15. Yeah, so like, yeah. I get the same shit. Yeah, so they like, you know, they in their 20s now. But, you know, I got kids that rock with me too, but I definitely have an older fan base now. Yeah. So um, I, I guess on the on the music side of things in relationship to uh, like other content creators and also do you do you think that now in, in relationship to music to be like a – uh, I don't know to have a strong following as a as a music creator not just like a content creator you kind of have to do social media like you I feel like you can't do I feel like almost now it's like labels will be like well they're probably if they're going to consider you they're probably looking at your socials mm-hmm. you can't succeed in the music industry as just being a good artist no more unless you motherfucking Drake little baby yeah you know what I'm saying? And you motherfucking Travis Scott and shit. And you ain't, you know, you already passed that threshold of trying to make it. Yeah. And you are already so turnt and got such a solid fan base that you good. You know what I mean? You ain't really got to get online or, or somebody like Playboy Cardi or right. Youngboy. You know what I mean? They fans is just there no yeah. matter what. So it's like, if you ain't got that, it's like you have to be on social media. So it's like it, every song that's on the charts right now got hundreds of thousands of videos on TikTok. Yeah. It's all content. Yeah. I might piss a lot of people off with this, but why do people like uh, Youngboy so much? Why do you think he's so popular? Like, he's fire, like the craziest, man. huh? He's playing with fire. No, right I'm, just, no I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I don't like him. I'm saying like... If that nigga fan is crazy, I'm That's what I'm saying. You. That's my question. Why? It's not to say that I don't like him. I'm just saying, why... Is he so fucking like popular? Why is his fan base so he crazy? He just real. He just say whatever. Like that nigga, I get on the internet and tell you, you know what I'm saying? What he get on the song and tell you what the fuck happened last night, <laughs> even though it's some crazy shit that a motherfucker wouldn't tell. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he just put all the shit in his music. By the way, I got a song with him called Hood Melody. It just went gold yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I man. saw that. So you know. 
have you out of all these people you've worked with like who's your favorite that you've worked with which is kind of might be a hard question to answer because like they all they might you know i would say blue face yeah he's nice man he's a, he's a yeah. nice dude yeah he's very mis misconceptualized from his relationship and what's going on yeah. with him right now but that's a real nigga like i fuck with blue face like yeah as like a real homie type shit yeah he's cool like i, I did a pod with him and steiny and then he came to the gym and worked out and he was like not at all how I expected him to be. Nice as fuck. Man, he nice as hell, man. He gave me my first real big shot. Like, Blueface was my first real big feature. Yeah. Was it the Calabasas song? Mm-hmm. That shit blew up. He hit me up. He was like, let me remix that. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, I don't know how this, because, you know, he. it's a whole different style. So I'm like, shit, fuck it. I that mean, I don't know how crazy. it's going to go, but... <laughs> He he put it. I went to the studio. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna come in right here, and I'm gonna come in right here, and boom, and we did it. And he did it right there in the studio. I was like, "Oh, this shit hard. What the fuck? Yeah, that song. <laughs> that song is dope. Yeah, that shit went up, man. So yeah. Shout so out how does how does uh how does if you could explain this? I don't know if you can, but I think you can. Like, how does music payment work? Like, people make a song. Like, the, the engineers get paid, the artists get paid, the label gets paid. Like, how how do the how does that break down? Man, like music, streams. music costs so much money to make, bro. That's why the shit don't come out as much. Because it's like, bro, it's, you got producers out here charging 20000 for a beat. And then they also want percentages on the back end. Then you got to pay the engineer. Then you got to pay to get it mixed and mastered. Then you got to pay to get it up on the streaming platforms. So it's like it's just so much different size of money that come from it then you got the publishing side when shit hit the radio and get played at this and that you know what i mean like yeah. it's so much different shit um but i started off independent so i was independent for like two three years before i even got signed to a label so i was making a lot of money like you make a lot of money on music i'm not gonna lie so then why'd you go to label why'd you because you can't you can't get to that point without a label you can't get to that that drake level you can't get to that that young boy level can't you know what i'm saying you can't you're not gonna get there without a big machine behind you that's gonna put you on these playlists gonna put you on this these labels got a whole building of motherfuckers that's just gonna work your song make sure yeah. that they're gonna do all the little shit that you wouldn't do as an independent artist or you can't do as an independent artist yeah so it's like that's why you see like you couldn't tell me an independent artist right now that's on the charts that's on top 40 right now i see what you're saying couldn't tell me because so Wait, so how, how do how do these playlist things work? Because don't playlists work like if you're on it and it gets a play, like if let's say if Drake's on it and they play his song, all the whole playlist gets a play? Kind of. It depends on, you know, the <clears throat> listener. So, you know, I just dropped a song recently called Way Too Petty. As you, you know, it was yeah, about yeah. this whole situation. Funny. Yeah. And I, I, I drop a lot of songs just on YouTube. But I was like, you know, I'm going to push this through my label and... They was able to get it on Rap Caviar top twenty, yeah, just like that. It's all connections. Like I don't know if it's money involved with the playlist. It might be, might be a retainer. You never know. But you know, it's it was so easy for them to get on Rap Caviar, which has like 12, 20 million listeners on it. So it's like yeah. if you get on that playlist, you're good. Like you, you on Spotify, you're good. Yeah. Like you going if your song's good, it's going to get played, and you're in the mix with motherfuckers like the you know the big hitters so it's yeah. like once they song get played by they fans on there your song come next so you gain a new fans when you get on these playlists yeah 
But it doesn't it doesn't work like I'm thinking if it works like if someone on there gets a play then everyone else gets a play it's just because it's like in rotation. Nah, it's like if a motherfucker get on your song while they on a playlist they might not like it and skip it. You never know. So the song needs a certain amount of play to get like a stream. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Yeah. So if they play your song for thirty seconds it counts as a stream. Okay. And so the money comes based on because I, I I mean I kind of have an idea of this I've talked to other people about it but. Uh, people listening probably think about this kind of stuff. So the money comes based on how many times it gets played and then like how long it gets played? Nah, th- once it hit that 30 seconds, you're good. That's a stream. You can click off my shit at that point. <laughs> I already got my stream. <laughs> but it's how many plays it is. Yeah, it's just like YouTube. Yeah. So, so, more- so on YouTube, when you drop a music video and it gets like fucking 20 million views or 90 million views, you're, this is just YouTube like AdSense that yeah, I that's know. regular yeah that's regular Damn. shit yeah yeah that's, it's whole completely different but Apple makes Apple and Tidal makes the most money for streaming okay. so like you make way more money on CPMs it's all CPMs it's just yeah, like see. you know regular shit so it's like your shit get a lot of views on Apple you make a lot of money Spotify is like half that I think you still make a lot of money though yeah but um what's the most you've ever made from a song I'm assuming it's the Calabasas one yeah, I dropped that independently. No, I dropped. You so dropped, dropped that independent? No. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. I dropped it independent. Because, <laughs> yeah. look, this will happen. This will happen. And I, I, so in 20, 2019, I believe, I think that's when I dropped. I dropped an album called Valedictorian, which yeah. was really forced. It was just a bunch of songs. I'm fresh in the industry as a sign artist. Like I'm just, I put 18 songs on there, not really thinking about the business of it yeah. and how much money needs to be spent. And there's a lot of money getting spent and I'm rushing out an album that, you know what I'm saying? I know in my heart, it's not that good. You feel me? Yeah. So I put it out, shit ain't do nothing. You know what I mean? It wasn't really nothing crazy, wasn't that good. Um, so, you know, that kind of fucked me up a little bit and I kind of got put on the shelf. And my label. So, you know, as a even thinking from a business aspect of me owning my own independent label, if I put millions of dollars behind this motherfucker and I make, you know what I'm saying, I don't make it back, then I'm yeah. like, okay, let me focus on somebody else. <clears throat> yeah. Type shit. So I feel him on that. But after that, I'm like, okay, let me go ahead, get on the ground and start running again. So I just start dropping independently myself. You and were my, able to be signed and drop independent at the same time? They yeah, because I'm under the radar at that point. They don't really give a fuck. You got to think about it. Like, it's uh-huh. my label got fucking future DJ Khaled, 21 Savage, and yeah. shit. You know, they got the, they got niggas that's really making them millions of dollars. So I'm like, okay, I'm on the shelf, but I ain't finna fall off. Like, I'm yeah. finna, I'm finna make this shit work. So I just start dropping like once a month, kept going. And I just, I got one. But I dropped, I got a song that went gold that I dropped independently. Um, it's called Arguments. Okay. It's a um, R&B song. But I made like, I signed it over to my label at some point, but I made like half a million on it. On the Calabasas one? No, Arguments. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, Calabasas a- made a lot of money, but I but I signed it over to the label to really, you know what I'm saying, make that yeah. bitch go. Yeah. Feel me? But I dropped it independently because uh, Blueface leaked it. So I was like, I got to hurry up and just put it out. Yeah. That shit went crazy. <laughs> yeah. That shit went up. I go over to like Amsterdam and shit and they singing that motherfucker. Yeah. And I ain't really get to experience that because I dropped it in a pandemic. So it's like, 
when I dropped it, I didn't even know. Like, I still don't feel like it's a huge song until I go somewhere and I hear motherfuckers singing it. Because I didn't get to go to the clubs and get to go performing here and there because we stuck in the house. Have you have you toured much? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I went on a tour in 2021. That was my last time. It, it's been a long time, actually. But um, I went with Kevin Gates. Yeah. For three months. We went around the whole United States. What's the most fun you've ever had on tour? Depends. I don't know. I don't really have like a favorite tour moment, to be yeah. honest. Like it's it's all fun. You've done man. overseas stuff though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say that's the most fun I had. I did like a festival tour. Yeah. Where I went like to different countries and shit. Like Amsterdam, Portugal, uh, where else I go? London. Uh bunch of weird ass places like in Europe. <laughs> but that was it was hella fun like european audiences is 10 times better than the u.s yeah they're, they're okay this is funny because i can relate to it's just in the fitness industry like you know you you have things here and it seems like everyone's kind of like they like you but they kind of don't like you because they kind of want to like be in your position and then in europe they're like they're just all love yeah that's the best way to put it everybody in that audience looking at you like I can nigga, do this. He hard and shit, but I kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can do this. Yeah, shit. they too cool. So like, when you go to Europe, they don't give a fuck. They never see Americans. Yeah. So they freaking out when they see. They jumping up, energy crazy. So it's like, yeah, I like performing overseas. Is there anyone that you've met uh, as an artist or like a you know celebrity that you've been like excited to meet, or anyone that you're excited to still meet? Um, I met Drake. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, what was that, that was, like? That was a dope moment for me. Where'd you meet him at? Uh, I met him at Beyonce birthday party. Oh shit! Yeah, just like a I met everybody, bro. I didn't met yeah. everybody at this point. Yeah, but I never met Drake. Like I, I go out and I see niggas everywhere, but I never met him. And I'm like, bro, this is my favorite artist and shit. Yeah. Like, so I, I just that was my first time seeing him. I'm like, damn, I gotta say something to this nigga. Yeah. So top five rappers for you? Top five. Um, I'll say Drake. Yeah. This is that people gonna give me butchered, yeah, but no. I don't give a fuck. It yeah. is what it is. Like I ain't I ain't no fake nigga. Like on some real shit, I didn't grow up listening to older rappers. I know they're gonna be like, "What about Tupac?" Yeah, right? it's yeah. like, bro. Like I was born the 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 year that Tupac passed. Like yeah. I wasn't, I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I ain't grew up in that era. You feel yeah. me? So I would say um, Drake. Also, too, fuck what people are saying. People always talk shit. Yeah, you I don't give a fuck. I troll them all day. I don't yeah. give a damn. I'll sit up here and tell you a deal. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. But nah, I would say Drake, Future, Young Thug. <sighs> them like the top three me, man. Um, I would say uh, see, I might miss. I'm going to miss somebody for sure. You I said was, Juice? I like Juice. Yeah, Juice hard. But I'm going to put... I'm going to put, let me think, let me see. Damn. See, when it gets, this is when that, it gets dicey. When you get to that four and five, they're yeah. like, why you ain't saying him? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me say, let me see, let me see. I would say. Just got to fire it. Yeah, I'm going to just <clears> say it. Hold on, let me see, because I, I ain't going to lie, bro. I really listen to myself a lot. Like I listen you, to Oh, him. shit, okay. On some real shit. I ain't going to say me because that's lame. Yeah. And motherfuckers and be like, oh, anybody say that. But I ain't going to say me. Oh, I'm tripping. Um, Kaya West, right? Yeah. And then I would say Gunna. Damn. I ain't going to lie. I fuck with Gunna heavy, bro. Even like, after all the shit. Yeah. 
Fuck Dang, all that, right? That ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Why do you think people are so like, I mean, I understand this idea, but also like people are like so crazy on the internet about this like snitching shit that it's like all of a sudden the music is just gone. Like everyone's like, this music is trash Cause now. Cause you like, don't really, I don't, cause you don't really know internally. <laughs> I feel like niggas that's in that whole situation, in that case, they can speak on it. And they can say what they want to say, but like fans, y'all niggas don't know what's going on. Like yeah. y'all don't really know what's going on internally. Just like with my situation with the drama that's been going on with me, right? Y'all don't know what's really going on. Yeah. So it's like you can't sit here and judge off that shit. And I'm the type of nigga like, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, I don't, it ain't got nothing to do with me. And yeah. Gunner is like a a nigga that really embraced me on some artist shit. Like when I met him, we did a song. It's called Elon Musk. Um, and you know, when I met him, just a real dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he, you know, he was, was cool. Yeah. Elon Musk, speaking of Elon Musk, that's the one guy that I really want to meet as far yeah. as like a celebrity or a person. There's yeah. no one else really that I'm excited. That I, I made a whole some. song about him. I tweeted at him and everything. He never hit me back. Damn. Fuck that. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck crazy. him. Yeah. It was on Twitter too. Was it Twitter recently? Nah, yeah. I dropped a song like last year. Yeah, you got to hit it on Twitter again, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's been on that shit. Like that's he's on I'm Twitter saying. like every day. I think I'm gonna try again. I'm you gonna should. try again. I'm gonna just spam him and see if he see it. You should. I know. He, I, he had to hear it at this point, though. But I'm sure he did. We'll see. Yeah, he plays hard to get. I'm trying to. I'd love to get him on the podcast, man. I know they did him on Full Send. They didn't have me on. They fucking played me on that one. For real? Yeah, bro. That's crazy. Fucked up. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Yo, so you you thinking about starting a podcast? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I think I'd be what, a good host. What would it be like around music or just around life or? Just anything, like, same shit you doing. Yeah. You know, um, probably come up with something fun to do Yeah, while I'm doing it. But I don't know. I've been thinking about it. I've really, I really been thinking hard about it. I just don't want to get too deep into it because I'm really, like, I'm extremely passionate about music. Yeah. So I kind of been holding off of, like, doing shit like auditions and shit because I know I can fuck around and take off in the acting world. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to take away from my music yet. Like, I really want to see if I can really make this shit pop. But you would get more into acting, it seems, in, in the future. I like. feel like, because acting takes a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Like, just being around my girl and shit and just seeing how how much work that shit is. And, yeah. like, being on set for two, three months in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, all day. All day. Yeah. It's like, that shit is real work. So it's like, I know I ain't going to have time for no music. Yeah. So you'd have to get the you'd have to like kind of stamp it first before you go and, and play. Yeah, over there. I want to super stamp it before I start dipping and dabbing into that industry. YouTube is like do that shit in my sleep. Yeah. So it's like I don't see no point of stopping that. And you know what the money like? Yeah, YouTube's amazing. Bro. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like bro, it's the best job in the world. So why the fuck would I stop? Yeah, it's honestly it's it's honestly a blessing, and it's crazy this stuff too. Though the podcast trips me out because it's like I was talking to someone about this the other day, like. I literally get to sit here and like talk to people who are super interesting and like learn about them and like share it. And then that that's a way of living for me, which is yeah. such a crazy concept. Yeah. No, it's dope. It's really, really cool. You're a good host it. too, man. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, You're doing good. Thank you. Sure. Um, so as far as like life and just shit in general, outside of music, outside of like content you make, do you, do you do anything that people wouldn't know that you do? Like, like, do you meditate? Do you focus on, like, mental health? Is it, like, do you focus on, like, physical health? Like, are you active in the gym? Like, are you doing anything that people wouldn't know that you do? Like, that you oh. don't put out on the internet? Like, you crushing mushrooms and, like... I have started eating mushrooms. I don't do it, like, often. I do. 
My, my, yeah, yeah, microdose. Not like crazy doses all the time because that's nah, unsustainable. I tweaked a couple times. I ain't gonna oh, lie. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> yeah, I have to. <laughs> bro, I didn't see melted faces and everything. <laughs> bro, I didn't see some yeah. shit. I ain't gonna lie. No, I have but to. it's it's dope though, cause bro, I I eat a mushroom and I get to crying and shit, bro. I don't cry at all. Yeah, like I I don't never cry, bro. It's like it really take your whole ego away. Yeah, it opens you up. Yeah, it and it's like, heart. bro, like. I ate a mushroom in Hawaii. I never told this story, bro. I ate a mushroom in Hawaii, right? And you know how mushrooms, you're supposed to be away type yeah. shit. Like, you're supposed to just be dolo in the cut with your homies, people you love and all that shit. Yeah. I'm at the beach, and it's like fans coming up to me, but I'm like tweaking, bro. Like, That's a lot. I felt like a <clears throat> true... <laughs> bro, I felt like I was on Hollywood Boulevard, bro. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> like bro, you on the sidewalk. That's what I'm saying, bro. I was tripping, so I had to like, I was low key snapping on fans and shit on accident though. Like, it wasn't even me trying to like be mean. It's just I'm tweaking out and they talking about pictures and shit, and my fucking vision is everywhere. Like, bro, it was crazy, bro. And I had to like sit down, but for some reason, like, I was fiending to be in the forest. Like, you ever felt like that? Yeah. Bro, I was fiending to be by some trees and shit. And I'm like, bro, I really need to find, like, the trees. I need, really need. I'm telling everybody I'm around, like, bro, please take me to the forest. You know how you, you were been on the Hawaii? beach at the time. Yeah. Okay. You been to Hawaii? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so you know how they forest is, is like. Beautiful. It's crazy. It look like yeah. fucking Avatar and shit. Yeah. I'm on the beach at the time around a bunch of people tweaking out like a motherfucker. Like, I'm so uneasy. This is the worst trip ever. <laughs> so then I finally get to leave, right? And they and I get to a forest, and bro, I felt like I was in heaven. Like it was the craziest oh, yeah. feeling. Like I did not want to leave. Like I, <laughs> bro, I was in the forest for like an hour, two hours. They like, come on, let's leave. I'm like, just wait. Just I'm just trying to sit here, bro. It's crazy. Like I, I fuck with the, I fuck with mushrooms. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I yeah, fuck I do with too. This shit. It's like it's, it really makes you understand. Like none of this shit really matter. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just. What helps you disconnect from the ego of like your your relationship to like how you think people should view you or how you're you know like this whole idea of like am i good enough and all this shit and it kind of just makes you be like i'm just me facts just human like i'm just yeah i'm here just like everybody else and the, the interesting thing about shrooms to me is always that like <clears throat> it's always how it is you're just not your perception is not seen it that way mm -hmm. and you complicate it with all this other stuff because like we're just in our you know our conscious mind going like this but with the mushrooms, it opens up the subconscious and it just like allows you to just be more open in general without all those filters of like ego related to, like I said, how people view me or how you want people to view you. And it's just it just makes you more like, oh, this is OK. And the interesting part about it, I was saying, is like if you could realize that is how your life can always be. It's just hard for people to make that connection. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for people to let that sustain because it's so easy to get caught up in the negative shit or what someone's saying or like how, you know, oh, am, I, am I good enough? And that's the real reason why I really like mushrooms is because like over time, the more that I've like experienced them and then the microdosing, obviously I'm not saying I'm taking crazy amounts every day. That's not, I don't think that's sustainable. You do it every day. No, no, no. So like what I'll do is typically like, <clears throat> I'll take like 0.5 to like one mm -hmm. for like a month and then stop for months. Mm. So I'll do it like kind of just therapeutically where I'm taking like microdoses. And then I'll stop. I don't take it every day, all the time. So what did that do for you? Because I just eat the raw mushroom and shit. Yeah, no, so I'm doing that as well. But when I take them in that, those amounts, I grind them up so that they're, it's like an actual weighted amount. So it's very specific. Mm. And I'm not just taking like a bunch of mushrooms. Because um, I obviously have done that where I've taken like 
you know, 3.54 grams and I'm just like, I'm on a trip and it's like six hours and it's the whole day, but I'm not doing that every day. That's completely unsustainable. Yeah. I'm taking the micro doses that just, you, you get this effect, this overall sense of, you know, on the mushrooms, like when you're either coming down or coming up and you're just like, oh man, everything's good. It's, you're not all visual yet. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. feel good. Okay. And that's, you kind of get that little bit of sense while you're doing it. <clears throat> and like I said, overall, you get closer to that, that just idea, like you're able to make it more real more often than not that like everything's okay kind of like no matter what yeah and it kind of allows you just to be more present to just kind of continue to go forward with whatever you want to like achieve yeah instead of complicating like where you're going to get to and how long it's going to take and all and who thinks about what about this and because that's what we do yeah. we complicate the shit out of everything and it's that's like fact. the people who get most success in their life are the ones who are able to like focus on their shit right now and block out all the noise and just go forward mm-hmm. and i think that's that's the thing that i've really gotten from it yeah, no, nah, I I gotta get into the microdosing shit. Yeah, that, that's game changing, man. Yeah, I you gotta love try. It. I gotta try. Have you done shit. any other psychedelics? Nah, I'm scared. Yeah, I'm terrified. I ain't you heard lie. ayahuasca? I heard of that. Yeah, yeah, I've done that. How did it make you that's feel? Intense. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what intense. What happened? Bro. What happened to you? It's I I don't even know how to. It's so different because if you if you've never done it, it's really hard to tell you what it's like. But just imagine like. I guess I could relate it to mushrooms for you because you have that experience. You know, when have you ever been in a mushroom trip and you're like, you're like, all right, this is a little too much. Mm-hmm. So imagine, <laughs> imagine you kind of like, depending on the person, because like I've done it a few times now and the second time was a lot more calm than the first time. I think the first time I was really afraid of like what was going to happen. So I had this built up tension of like, is this going to be too much? And like, I hear all these bad, crazy things and things happen to people and I worried about all that. So when it hit me, <clears throat> it was like, Everything was good. Like, imagine my high was like this. Everything felt like really good. And it was like, damn, it's pretty good. And then it's almost like I blinked and I was up here. And it was very scary because I was like, whoa, this is way too much. It was because you didn't feel like this, like, oh, it's getting more and then it's getting less. It was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then it was like 10,000 out of like, you know, if it was like 100 down here. It's like 10,000. I was like, oh, fuck. And my, my brain was just like going crazy. And I like took me a really like. I don't even know how long because your reference of time is completely gone. So it's like mushrooms. Yeah. And so then you're like, I don't know how long I was in that moment where I was like, was just trying to calm myself down. Mm-hmm. But once I kind of did it, it, it's definitely the most like, uh, it's the most confronting. Like it, like all the things that you've been stressing about, it's like, it puts it all really, really like in your face. Mm. It doesn't really allow you to like look around it. So you have to, you have to kind of like work on those, like focus and think about those things and like, really go through them and go like, well, why am I feeling this way? Why do I worry about this? Why is this a problem? It's okay. And you have to go through it. And it's, it's a little bit tough because sometimes those things can be really tough to go through. Mm. And, it, you know, you, you could be really emotional because you're, you're like forced to deal with things. But I think that's why it's so healing. So you cry and shit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, but like you get done and you're like, oh, fuck. I needed that. Like in your perspective. Did it, did it change you a little bit? Yeah. For in sure. a good way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. I might fuck with it. I might do it. Yeah. It's supposed to be scary. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's like those things. It's like, like everything that's tough in our lives. Obviously we know the shit that makes us better. The shit that when it's tough, like we fucking spend time, we get through it. We get better. We grow. How this, do we like, like, how do you take it? Um, so it's like a plant that they like, um, like a root, a plant that they basically cook down into like a, kind of like a viscous, like a shot almost. Mm. Like you could drink it and different, you know. 
different types of containers, but it's basically like a thicker liquid, mm. and it doesn't taste too good. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> yeah. scary. But it, but it's it's like it's dope, man. You got to do it in the right setting. You gonna do it with like a like a Taito or a shaman, someone who's actually like putting you through it. You're not just like drinking it with your boys chilling, you know? Oh, okay. Because the whole ceremonially done and. So what they do when you tweaking out? <clears throat> what the shaman doing? Shit. It's, like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> did he, he take it with you? No, yeah, he did. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. they did. So they're kind of like in the on the same the same page. Um, obviously, like because you, t- I talked to him probably. I'm like, hey, this is where I'm at. So so he kind of probably had some idea of like how I might react, how I've reacted to other things in the past. So like they kind of aware like, you know, I guess I the thing that I remember him saying was like, you wanted this, and it was true. Like this is what I was coming to do was to try to deal with this, was try to get through those things in my life that I've like held on to. Mm. So you hear that? You got to go to do it. Like you could do. I did it privately. So I had someone just come here and do it with me. Mm, you did it at the crib. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So you can just do it privately. Your do vision it. be fucked up. Your what? Your vision. Uh, it does. It does give you visuals, but it's 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 not as intense. Mushrooms are a little more intense, I would say. Visuals. Okay. It's more like you close your eyes and you're like, you're seeing. You're like you're seeing stuff. <laughs> like it's crazy, bro. Oh my god. You love it, dude. Yeah. I ate it's, mushrooms it, at night. So I you got, eat mushrooms at night. This shit keeps you up then. Yeah, I was up all night, literally all night. But what, I was when? like seeing shit, like, like really. recently. Have you done it recently? Probably like three months ago, yeah. something like that. Two, three months ago. But yeah, I was seeing shit, bro. Like, but it's cool. Like, I'm more comfortable with mushrooms. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I might try that shit. Though. I mean, if you could do that, you could do this. It's just like knowing that it's just different. It's completely different, but the outcome is like, is it's greater for sure. Yeah, I fuck with like the natural shit. You know, like plants and fucking mushrooms and shit. Yeah. But I ain't gonna, I never did like no crazy, like chemical drugs. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. I ain't trying to get fried out here, you know? No, no, no. <laughs> Fuck no, bro. Those, I mean, there's so many drugs that are just, like, I like psychedelics. I like that, like you said, the plant medicine, this kind of stuff is nice, but yeah, the, the you know, cocaine, hair, all this other shit's insane. Yeah, yeah people motherfuckers get, be get fried like a motherfucker. Ruin their life with that shit. That's what I'm saying. Well, do, do you drink? Yeah. I don't yeah. drink like that. <clears throat> Recently, I have been taking, you know, having a little drink here and there. Yeah. But I kind of got into the wine. I'm with my grown man shit now. <laughs> so I'll be drinking red wine and shit now. It's cool. I don't know why people, oh, fuck wine. I, okay, I like wine sometimes, but I'm 33 and I'm, I still don't really like, I can't get into it. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Next time you go out to dinner, get some red wine. Just ask for the sweetest they got. They're going to bring you some shit. Just drink it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, you just feel, yeah, you just feel it. You just feel like, like you're doing something. It feels more classy than liquor. It feels cleaner, sure. and you don't get you don't get headaches. Well, I I used to get bad. I remember when I was younger. Well, when I, I drink, I'll probably drink too much when I was younger. Yeah. I shouldn't have been drinking it because yeah, I feel like a, the the sulfates in wine will give you headaches. Yeah, but you drink a couple glasses of some good wine, you'd be straight. Wine is low-key better than liquor. But you were just in Italy and I feel like the wine there is better because there's no preservatives there. Mm-hmm. So you're probably feeling it out there like this is dope. No, I drink but I drink wine even before that. Oh, yeah, out here. Yeah, yeah, I've been drinking wine. So well, I just started like a few months ago type shit, but it's like I fuck with it better yeah. than liquor. It just feels better. Yeah. So you, your your girl makes music too, right? Mm-hmm. Would you guys ever make music together? Yeah, we have yeah. before. Um, but she ain't got no solo music out. So once her solo music come out, you know, probably make some shit together. Is she working she, on that kind of stuff too? Yeah, she got some fire-ass music. Yeah. I think she going to be one of the biggest artists in the world 
Really? For sure, 100%. 100%. Damn. On some Adele shit. Like, really? That's massive. I ain't gonna lie. Ne- I'm not even being biased. Like, I tell yeah. her this all the time. Like, your shit is like next level. Cause she can really sing. Like, yeah. I can I can harmonize and shit. You throw a little auto tune on me and shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I can get a gold record. I could do my shit, you know? But she her can shit. sing a cappella? Yeah, she can sing, sing, sing. Damn. It's crazy. But, um, no, her shit is going to be next level. I'm excited. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. And it yeah. seems like, you know, once you conquer this uh, music stuff more, you, you probably want to get into acting, like you were saying earlier. Yeah, like I... What I, roles would you do? I want to do a horror movie so bad. That's like my bucket list. Why? I don't know. Like, I want to be in like a Jordan Peele horror film. Like, no person. Crazy. Shit. Yeah, like some crazy shit. Like, <clears throat> I know how I kill it too. I knew it'd be a big deal because everybody that knows of me or know me would be like, damn, this motherfucker really acting in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like what I want to do. I want to get into a horror film, um, maybe some comedy or something. I don't know. Yeah. I've always liked to ask people this who like have, have like really great success and who've done things. And you've done a lot of things like that you just like you wanted to do them and you did them and you just keep going. Did you, before you did all of this stuff, did you believe like when you were younger before you had any or you were even close to doing this that like there was more for you? Like, did you have that sense? What you mean? Like, like, did you believe that? I don't know. Like, I remember being younger and thinking like, damn, I don't want to like do normal shit. Like, I want to do something great. I want to try to do something different. I want to like, did you have that sense of yourself? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like when I was younger, like I used to, I used to have a job. A lot of people haven't worked. You worked a job before? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I used to work um, TJ Maxx, Kroger's, work those jobs. And just working there is just like, I know this ain't it. I know this can't be like. Yeah, well, I was I'm, working yeah, on those. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> I know I ain't finna be putting these sensors on these clothes for the rest of my life. You yeah. know? And it's like, I'm not finna be in no cashier all my life. And I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like nine to fives is the easy way out in a way. Cause it takes a lot to get to this point that I'm at, that you at, you yeah. know, it takes a lot of creativity. You know, you really your own boss type shit. Yeah. So it's like, you really got to switch your mindset versus a nine to five and you got it all set there for you. All right, pull up this time, do this and that. Woo woo. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you, you're not really thinking for yourself for real. You just put, you just showing up and doing what you told to do, yeah. which is, I feel like it's easier than creating your own path and your own wave and shit. Of course. So it's like, um, I don't know, just working at those jobs, I just knew that wasn't it. And I just knew like I wanted to do more. Even when I went to college, before I got to college, I knew I wasn't gonna finish. Yeah. I went to college just because I wanted to go to college and experience it. And my homies was going to college and shit. And I'm like, let me go freshman year, which I don't regret because that's really how I blew up uh, in college. So it's like, I just wanted to gain those social skills and then, but in the back of my head, I knew I wasn't going to stay there. Like, what did you think you were going to do before at all? Just- I just knew, like, so my first YouTube check was $200 when I was working at TJ Maxx. As soon as I got that, I quit. You're quit. like, this is it. I made quit. it. Yeah, because I'm like, if I can make $200 doing a fucking video, that means I can make 2000 Yeah. If I can make 2000 that means I can make 20000 If I make 20000 I can make 200000 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm just thinking like that. I'm like... If I really quit this shit that I'm working eight hours at 
and put all my time into this video shit, I know I could take this to the next level. So I went from $200 to $700 my next check. Yeah. And it just went up from there. So I'm in college making $700 freshman year, a month. Then it got to $1,000. You know, that's a lot in college. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Like, it's, it's very, it sounds very little now, but in college where your shit really paid for, obviously taking out loans and shit, but that's $1,000. I'm just putting them in my pocket. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It got to a point where I don't know how to explain it for real. But why? So my question to you about this is why do you think people have so much fear around like <clears throat> foregoing the traditional like nine to five or foregoing like, you know, that job that's stable to try something that like probably a lot of them really want to do? Because that's the thing. A lot of people watch this content, a lot of watch these, these podcasts and just stuff in general. And they, a lot of people like I think I don't know if it's like 80 percent of people now want to be like a social creator, like they want to be on the Internet somehow. But why do you think people are so afraid to take that leap? And why were you not afraid? Like for you to go $200, I'm good. I'm, if I can do 200, I can make this. Like I, I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But to take the leap though away from something that's like solid to be like, fuck it, I'm just going to try it. Mm -hmm. Like why do you think it's hard for people to, to get that mentality? Because more people go, well, this is safe. Yeah, people are too safe. That's what I feel like. I feel like people that say, oh, this is solid. They plan it too safe. And you, you you feel like, oh, I gotta make sure I can pay my bills and I can do this and that. Like you got motherfuckers that spend every dollar that they got to fucking follow a dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you know it's a hit or miss. If you hit, you good type shit. So it's like I feel like just people is not risky enough. I was yeah. very risky. Like I'm like, okay, I'm gonna quit this this job. Why do you think you were risky? I just wanted more. Like I just I just didn't want to live like that. Like, yeah. like Pontiac, Michigan is like, we don't even have a mall. Like it's, it's a very small city and it's like, you know, it's the hood. You feel <clears> me? <throat> so yeah. it's like, it's, it ain't nowhere that you really want to be. And then when I was younger in 2014, my brother passed. So it's like, that kind of really put shit in perspective for me. I'm like, damn, like I can't fucking, can't live like this. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not gonna. How did he pass? You know, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it is what it is. Um, so that, that made like, you that made you feel like I gotta I gotta figure this out. Yeah, yeah. That kind of really put some fire into me. Like that really put me in position to really start going up. Cause it was like, I'm like, man, this is this is this could be me. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. I fuck around and just stay here, and you know what I'm saying, I could <clears> fuck <throat> around and just get stuck in this city. It's a lot of motherfuckers that I grew up with, went to high school with. They still doing the same shit. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how niggas do it. It's but just that's the question, right? That's the thing I'm trying to figure out. Like, and, and obviously to inspire people to if they see this to think that they can do it as well. Like, why do you think there are certain people who just say, like, because even your circumstances and saying, seeing and experiencing what you experienced, and being like, I don't want this to be my life, I want to move away from this. And you were in it, but now you're not in completely different circumstances, and because you made that decision. Why do you think it's hard for people to just to understand that they can do it too? I don't know, man. I just feel like people are just not risky enough. People don't yeah. believe in themselves. I feel like it starts with you believing in yourself. It starts with you really saying, okay, I can do this shit. I can do the impossible. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It, it's it's a whole, it's a <clears throat> mental thing where you really got to just sit down and be like, okay, I want to I wanna make it to the millions. You know what I mean? I, I wanna, feel like there's just some people that just wire different. Yeah, they just, two people too safe. That's what it is. That's what it is. Like, motherfuckers wait for you to do it, and then they want to do it. They don't want to be the first to do it. 
I was the first to do it, especially from my city, yeah, from my whole family. Like I was the first to do it, and then after I did it, you know, my my family started doing it. So it's like that's how I did it. You know, I feel like when you're the first to do something, you get the best of the, you get the best of it type shit. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. So you know, I'm in a good position right now because I started this shit. And you you and you you love it more than even when you started it. Like you still have the same passion for like all this content creation, music, everything, or has it changed yeah. at all? My passion really lies with music. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's yeah. that's really my real passion is. But I love doing YouTube for the person that's watching right now. They want to do it too. Yeah. They, you know what I'm saying? They want to get inspired. Like I do a lot of inspirational, motivational talks on my in between my vlogs and yeah. shit. And it's a lot of people that come up to me and be like, "Bro, you changed my life, bro." Like, man, I. I just made a million dollars, bro. I made my first million dollars now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like amazing. people that really grow up watching me and shit. And that's what I really like enjoy from it at this point. Like, yeah. you know, the money great, obviously. But it's like, that's that's where I really, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That's that's where the real enjoyment come from. Yeah, I get it. Um, there's a couple more things before before you go. But um, is what's with this like f voice? Is it fake? It's a fake voice. Nah. Yeah, you're so nah, it ain't fake. But it's it's like clearly a fake voice. Nah. You gotta tell the truth, bro. That's nah. not your real voice. It is though. That's the crazy yeah. part. Yeah, that's my real it's good voice. Good voice control. It's actually nah. really impressive. Yeah, a lot of people think like it's like edits and shit, but it's real. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like I don't know. I just get insecure about the shit. Yeah. I don't really like talking about it too much. Okay. So you use the regular voice just because it's more like it's more like. Yeah, it's like more applicable. How you say it? applicable? Yeah, yeah. So more it's relatable. More, They're like, oh, he's yeah. Like, it's like it's cool. I make music in his voice, but like, if I was to like really use this voice, motherfuckers yeah. would be like, he don't. Even, that don't even match him. You yeah. feel me? So I don't really like using it for real. I just I see. Yeah, I keep that shit tucked. I don't really like showing people, <laughs> but I fuck with you, so I'm gonna use it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, do, yo, did you get any audience questions from Natalie? Oh, nice. You sent you sent it to me. All right, so, <clears throat> all right. So at the end of every episode, uh, we got questions from uh, the viewers. So we're gonna do three real quick. Um, and if you guys want to send your questions, you can send them at askrawtalk at gmail .com. We appreciate the love. So this guy said, "I'm 22 and I've been in a relationship for nine months, and my girlfriend is great and amazing, but I feel like something's missing. She's super loyal. My family loves her." She loves working out and eating healthy. Even with all that, I still feel empty and don't know whether I should stick it out and try to work things out or to move on. I feel bad because she is the sweetest person you'll ever meet and hasn't done anything wrong. That's that's dismal. <laughs> that's so dismal, bro. Um, I mean, you're 22. It's just, honestly sounds like you're not that interested. That's what that sounds like. Nah, I think he... I think he on some shit where he want to focus on himself. Yeah, I mean. That's what I think the underlying problem is. Based on what he's saying? Yeah, I yeah. feel like he probably not in the position he is where he want to be in life. Yeah, like he's he 22. Like, yeah, he feel like he finna fuck around, get married type shit, and he ain't ready for that. I mean, I don't really know. It didn't really, there's not really a question here. It's like he was just kind of saying. <laughs> there was no question mark. It was just kind of like, this is what's happening. Um I mean, at the end of the day, man, you got to follow your heart. Like, if you feel like it's not for you or it's it's not going to work now, then, bro, I mean, move on. Maybe if you can revisit it later, revisit it later. But 
sometimes giving things time to like to cook to for yourself can make more sense if you're going to come back into a relationship but i mean at 22 it's hard to that's very young though yeah, yeah. super young yeah do what you want to do man yeah okay so get another one <clears throat> all right hey brad and listener that's listener uh long time pod listener huge supporter of the brand keep it up my question is pretty basic but it seems complicated i'll be 22 soon and recently what 22 year olds and recently went out to a club and met a girl it's getting good okay not the best place to meet a girl i'm gonna before i read the rest of this i'll, I'll say that first off our friends kind of put us together and we did end up hooking up that night okay we exchanged socials and we've been taking we've been talking very lightly ever since however she lives a few hours away from me during the college semester but lives fairly close to me when she's back home my question is how do i keep a conversation going with her even though there isn't too much to talk about i don't want to be overbearing with questions to her but i also want to keep her invested and i can't tell if she is yet neither do i want neither do i want to ask the wrong one and be her dry. what the fuck neither do i want to ask the wrong one and her be dry oh he's talking about questions he don't want her to be dry so this guy's just asking for game right now so he's 22 he met a girl at the club they hooked up that night and he's trying to figure out how to keep her engaged like with him as far as like and she lives two hours away she in college yeah they must be they're probably around the same age i'd say 22. so she she's in college and he he isn't or what i think he is as well but they don't go to the same college. yes they go somewhere else yeah yeah, she probably talking to somebody else. Yeah, I mean, let's keep it real. <laughs> like, let's just keep it real. Yeah, now nah, she in college, she getting hit. She yeah. talking to somebody else for sure, right? I wouldn't even if if a girl wants you, bro, they gonna they gonna be on you type shit. They yeah. should be the one trying to figure out the conversation, not you. Yeah. So it's like, I would say, bro, you just, you think that you think that in all cases, I think of if as a man, if you did, especially if he already hit him, it's like. If you already hit him and she ain't on you, you yeah. ain't do enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ain't do a good enough job. So it's like she probably get hit by somebody else at this point. Yeah. Because you ain't you know, you weren't memorable enough. Yeah. So I, if I was him, I'd just say, fuck it. Charge it to the game. <laughs> Go back to the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fine, also, meeting, meeting girls at the club is not the best idea. That's what I'm saying. Especially you meet her at the club and hit him. It's like. She didn't did that before. Yeah. For sure. Like, do you think, like, I've always, I've always wondered this. Like, I mean, I kind of know the answer. I want your perspective, though. But do you think people go to the club anything other than trying to, like, fuck? Like, no one's going to the club trying to, like, create a good relationship. That's, I mean, I don't know. Because I feel like. Like, can you meet a good girl at the club? I don't think you so. You can't. I think you can. Especially if, like, she with all her girlfriends. You never know. They probably just dragged her out. And you know what I'm saying? She probably don't go out that much. Yeah, so like now, a, if it's, it's a, a reoccurring female that you see every weekend and she in the club, then obviously she doing something in that motherfucker. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. It's a lot of girls that go to the club to really just vibe with their homegirls type shit. You you actually believe that? Yeah, I believe no. it. No. Or they got boyfriends, right? They go, they go to the club to vibe with their girls. They get drunk. And then they go home to their boyfriend. Damn. That's how I think. I don't think every girl go to the club to get hit. I don't think so. Not not in 2023. It's too much I feel shit. like it's more so in 2023. Think so? Yeah. I don't know. That's like, I don't know. It depends on the, the caliber of female. You feel me? 
Yeah. Like, what, what type of female are we talking about? You know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, we I talking see. about, you know, different calibers to this shit. Yeah, okay. That's fair. One more, one more question. It's, it says, I really need help. Long story short, I'm in love with my friend, parentheses, female. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've been going to co-op school with her. I've been going to co-op school for the past three years, and I don't think she has. What is co-op school? I've been going to co-op school for the past few years, and I don't think she has any idea. We've been sitting together ever since we met, and we've only been... How old is this motherfucker? Sitting together? Ever since we met, and we've only been taking classes together so we could be together. But around last year, right before I was going to ask her to junior prom... Oh, she's, she's young. She got a boyfriend, and they have been unhappily together ever since. <laughs> Yo, this is funny. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to laugh at this. It's just funny the way he wrote this. She always tells me about how much she hates him and hates the thought of them being together, but still hasn't broken up with him. She often voices about how much it revolts her at the thought of them having a relationship beyond boyfriend and girlfriend. And I still have feelings for her, but I don't know what to do. Bro, what? This guy tripped me out with this question. Yeah. Um, leave her? What do you, she's with some dude. What do you mean? She's, she got a boyfriend. I don't even know how to answer that question. But she, he want he wants this girl obviously, and she got a boyfriend who's saying like, she's not fucking with him, but she's clearly still with him. He got a chance though. If a girl coming, if a girl really, if a girl is telling you about her issues and her relationship, that means she low key wants you. Yeah, that's that's actually true. Yeah, because yeah, in reality, bro, like it ain't no such thing as like male best friends, like. Yeah, as a as a man, it's like you know what I'm saying. You wanna you attracted to females, so it's kind of like you know what I mean. Oh, no, Even no, though y'all friends, like you, it's really no male just, best friends is bullshit. That yeah, doesn't exist. You just holding back temptation. That's all it is. Yeah, or like you didn't get what you thought, so you sticking around and yeah, and yeah. she feels the same way. So it's like somewhere in her heart, somewhere in her soul, she likes him too. Yeah, he just got to be a man and make the first move. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, that's some good advice for sure. That is that's very real for sure. Yeah, dude. I mean, just be like, I don't know. I guess I would tell her like, yo, fuck this dude, and if she says fuck him and goes with you, then there you go. It's game. <laughs> Wasn't meant for him. Right. <laughs> that's it. Um, I got one more question before we get off of here. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So I wanna, um, I wanna get deep in the gym. Like I'm trying to like really cut up type shit. Yeah. And like really. Cock D. I just seen Creed and shit. You just watch Creed. You're yeah, like, I just fuck, I need that. I'm like these niggas. Yo, I ain't finna be going to the movie. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't finna be taking y'all shirt off while I'm at the movies with my girl and shit. Yeah, yeah, niggas all cut up and shit. So I'm like, I need to get in the gym and really cut up. So I'm trying to figure out like what I need to do. As far as what? Because like, my shit, out? I got a good foundation. Like I'm good. Yeah. It's just I'm not a gym head. Yeah. You know, so it's like I'm trying to figure out like what's the one or two workouts that I should be doing like okay. consistently every single day. I got a gym membership and shit, but it's like what do, what do I need to do when I go in there to really like lock in and how long it's going to take? Yeah. Uh first off, you should come to my gym. I just opened it in Encino. Um I'll I could put you through a workout so okay, I can like good. show you some stuff to like just to do. Um, but it's hard for me to tell you right now, there's just one thing you could do every day. Cause then it would, it would get kind of like, that's too much to do the same thing every day. But I will say that most, I would just, if we're talking about most important exercises to like, to never skip, 
is going to be like squatting, deadlifting, and pull-ups. Mm. And benching, obviously, but at the same time, like the deadlifting, the squatting, the pull-ups is going to is going to do ten times more for you than like pretty much everything else. Mm. If you challenge yourself at those lifts, um, then obviously the diet is important for this muscle building, whatever you want, depending on like your goal. But yeah, man, I, I'd love to. I could put you through some stuff and show you what to do, and then you just if you can just continue it, you you'd be solid. And then if you're able to keep the diet like kind of. I mean, you could fuck off every once in a while. You don't have to eat solid every single day all the time. It's just more like 80% of the time, more often than not. And you'll start to see those that progress. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's hard. It's hard for me to just give you like a, this is it. You just do this one thing. Because it just doesn't really work that way. Yeah. And it also, everything works to a degree, to a point, And then it kind of stops. And you kind of have to like look at what you had been doing. Mm-hmm. And then go, okay, how could I do I do? Am I do? Should I do? more reps, more weight, you know, well, how should I change up my exercises? And cause like I said, everything works and it stops and then it slows down. You kind of have to like learn how to continue to change it. Um, but I can give you something that you can just kind of do for time and then you'll be able to see progress and then come back, revisit, change it. Um, and if you can stay consistent with the food portion, which is probably the easier part because mm-hmm. if you just kind of get a few ideas of what is solid, what you like and kind of mix and match it, you'd be solid. Okay. But you just have to be consistent. Just like how you are making music, whatever you're good at, YouTube, you just do it and you just, you, it's like every day. How long you be in the gym? Um, <clears throat> typically like, probably like an hour and a half is all you really need. I mean, I'd be in the gym like probably a couple hours because I go, I film content, I, I bullshit a little bit, but but like training, like an hour, hour and a half at most. Okay. All right. I mean, and it's like, the, the thing about the gym, man, is like, it's just going to like, you know, we talked about mushrooms and stuff earlier for your brain, like the gym is going to do everything else for your body, like in a really positive way. That's going to make you better at everything else. So it just always makes sense to have that be a part of your routine. Even if obviously we're talking like you want to fit some role, or if you're thinking about acting in the future, trying to look a certain way, whatever, obviously that, that structure of your training may change a little bit, but overall life, like it just makes sense to be in the gym, no matter what, yeah. you know, like a part of your day, it's just going to make your you bones better. crack. Do my bones crack? Like your elbow type shit. No, nah. my elbow be cracking. Nah, you think my... that's from like lack of the gym? Yeah, it's from it's like being a bitch, Straight? cracking bones. Nah, I'm fucking with you. Fucking... <laughs> I don't know. It could be something. I don't I... know. My elbow be cracking and shit, and I'm like, damn. It's well, that's probably I'm from weak. the when you fucking beat up uh... Nate Wyatt. Yeah, they fucked him up. That, yeah, I, I I was there. I saw that. Yeah, that was fun. That shit was fucking. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. You How, really... Wait, hold on. Before I get off. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. you feel about the Jake Paul fight? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> well, I feel like he finally fought like a real boxer. Um, and I think it kind of showed, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I thought for sure Jake was going to win just because like the way it goes and because he didn't get none of them got knocked out. I was like, oh, they're going to give it to Jake because Jake's worth way more money and thinking like business wise. But uh, I mean, I think Jake's improved like tremendously i just think like i don't know maybe if you look at all the other people he boxed they just weren't real boxers not really like ready or like skilled in that art yeah and it kind of showed like i said when he boxed, even though tommy's a real boxer but he's boxed also like and they do this typically for boxers and boxing in general where like they'll they'll have them box like really like not great fighters to like build them up so they don't fuck their their uh you know because he's got a big name the fury name right you don't want him be like one and two, you want him to be like, you know, whatever and oh. So yeah. I understand how they play that game and they both play that game. I, and I think, 
I mean, what Jake's doing is, is incredible. Cause it's like, he's just, he's just entertainer more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What did you think about it? I don't know. I feel like he kept doing the same shit. He kept doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a different type of ball game for him. Like I was waiting on that punch, but you can't really depend on that punch. Yeah, that one punch. Yeah, but yeah. if he would have hit him, it yeah. would have been over. It's just Tommy Loke. I think Tommy Fury got lucky in a way like he didn't get hit by that. But his he definitely got skill for sure. Yeah. I didn't expect him to win. Well, all you know, the other like, guys he boxed, like, they weren't moving. They weren't, like, Tommy yeah. was, like, in there, like, like a boxer. Yeah, he was moving, jabbing, hooking, all types yeah, of shit. Yeah, I was like, God damn. I was like, what the fuck? I ain't <laughs> expecting to be nice. Yeah, he was. Yeah, the first was, two rounds, I was like, oh, Jake's fucked. I know. Like, I was like, if this go to distance, I knew Jake was going to lose when they went to decision, for sure. I thought he wasn't just because of the money. Nah. I thought, you know what I'm saying? Like, they can't rob. You can't get robbed like when it's like too close. Yeah, like, it was like that was that was obviously Tommy Fury that won that for sure. Even besides the knockdown, the knockdown to me wasn't even really like a knockdown knockdown. It yeah, was it more so stepped. like a slip. Yeah, but they counted it anyway to like give you know he had he had a chance at that point. But I knew Tommy won. That shit was just crazy. But at the end of the day, I don't think Jake can lose. Yeah, I don't think there is losing. Yeah, like that's your show. If if he loses again though in a rematch, I think it'll it'll it's gonna it'll be bad yeah. for like the trajectory of it. That's I think facts. right now it doesn't matter. I think right now he comes back. If he can rematch and win, it's like same same Jake Paul like number one type shit. If he comes back and loses, it's gonna be. If I was bad. Jake, I would fight KSI. <clears throat> that's the number one fight right now. I, I wouldn't even fight. do the rematch. I would just try yeah, and fight. KSI. I wouldn't even fight time. Well, time Fury, that's easy money, I guess. But I think him fighting Tommy Fury would well, be low key like a a risk. That's what I'm saying. If he loses again, people are gonna be like, "Oh, cool." Yeah, they ain't they ain't gonna try to play him. That's so what I was like, I was saying the same thing. I was thinking that if he fights KSI right now, best possible best possible payout, best possible everything. Yeah, I think he should fight KSI, then fight Tommy Fury. Yeah, because so I feel like, like KSI is KSI is great, but that's a more like. I think that's an easier fight for him type shit. For Jake, yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you, I don't know if KSI will do it. I don't think KSI can beat Jake Paul. I fuck with KSI though. Yeah. I but I don't KSI. think I don't think he can I don't think he cuz KSI haven't fought no crazy motherfuckers I mean, at all. And and it's like every time I've seen him in the ring with all the other people, he's 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 beat him so quickly. It's like he's not really getting tested. Yeah, you can't Obviously. really see like you don't know how cuz you got to think about it, bro. Like going 8 rounds Oh my God! When I fought Nate White, bro, I almost died in the third round. Nobody <laughs> yeah, no, knew. Bro. I, I, <laughs> but I was nigga, standing right there, bro. I was dead. Like, if I was in the ring with somebody that really be throwing them motherfuckers, yeah, you going down there like yeah, getting nah, smacked. They, they probably, you know, what I'm saying my rap career probably be fucked right now. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah if you lost that, that's bro. what I'm saying. So it's like you really, you really did put that on the line. I did. That was intense. Cause like was. I was thinking like. Damn, if he gets beat up, it's going to be, like, really bad. It's going to be over. <laughs> you knew that. <laughs> you said, fuck it. I knew it. I'm like, man, I got to take that risk. Same thing when we talked about the whole podcast, where you got to yeah. take risk, you yeah. know? And that shit benefited me. Yeah. Chances make champions. But, yeah, if I was Jake, I'd fight KSI. That's a cool that's – a, that's a bigger fight, and it's easier. Yeah. You know, it's, you, got, you got a better chance because Tommy – I think Tommy Fury would beat KSI. Really? I think Tommy Fury low key nice. I ain't gonna lie. I yeah, wasn't yeah. expecting that. I think yeah. he nice for real. So I think KSI and Jake Paul is like a more equal fight. 
And I think the last fight that, that they'll make, that Jake will make, will be against Logan. That'd be lit. I feel like they'll do it. Yeah, that would be massive. Be lit. Like, be no matter lit. what happens, if they fought, it'd be insane. That'd be lit. That'd be crazy. I think yeah. it's going to happen. They for sure going to do that shit. They smart as fuck. But you can't expect them to really be fighting each other, though, really. You, I don't know. You think I, Jake I, I Paul would knock his brother out? <clears throat> yeah, I think, they, I, I think they would love to fucking... That'd like they be fucked up. Yeah, but I think they they're so competitive. Yeah. You know, I think their whole their whole life they've been competitive with each other. Yeah. I think man. if they get in the ring, they'd like this is like it's a little personal. <laughs> they'd let it out, dude. Yeah, that's it'd dope. be cool. It'd be cool to see. I'd love to see it. Would you ever box again? Yeah. It depends though. Like, I don't know. It's it's dedication. Like my the fight that I did, I only trained for two weeks. <laughs> I trained for two weeks, <laughs> and them two weeks was hard, bro. Like, it was like, <laughs> and then, like, the morning of my fight, the day of my fight, I went to the strip club. I had yeah, a hosting. What? I had a hosting. I had to go. Like, I'm making money. So, I, I had a hosting. I'm up to 5 a.m. In, in Miami. Yeah, in Miami. <laughs> got sick. Like, I was fighting with a cold. <laughs> so it's the like, cold hit you harder, huh? Yeah. So, it's like, <laughs> so if, I, if I box again, I feel like... I got to really, really take it serious and really, like, lock in, be in the camp for, like, six weeks, eight weeks at yeah. least, and really do it because, obviously, they don't want me to fight somebody that's decent. Yeah. So, which Nate Wyatt was pretty decent. He hit me one good time. Yeah. He got me one good time, but that was it. And he just he looked afraid to throw his hands. That's what it looked yeah, like. Yeah, like, he, he – he, I ain't going to sit here and shit on him because he, you know, he, he could be decent. Yeah. If he really work at it, which I'm pretty sure he stopped training and he stopped boxing too. Probably said fuck it, yeah. Yeah, but nah, he that was a decent opponent for me. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, he was cool. He just not experienced in like throwing punches and yeah, winning the judges over. Yeah, he's fighting a little scared. I think. Yeah, nice guy, good guy. Um, well, that's it, man. I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you sharing for sure, and uh, like genuinely for real. And we should get into the gym. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, we'll set something up for for you to like just like fully understand. Yeah, hit see, me. so you can set like a little path. I pull up, man. You know, trying to get my workout on, trying to get cock diesel, yeah. trying to get like you and shit. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I appreciate you, man. For real, for sure, bro. Very good to meet you too, officially. Yes, sir, yeah. Man.